2: Hello. Welcome back to the show. It's Courtney Robertson here. I hope everyone's having a happy hump day. Do the hump to hump. I'm a little bit tired this week. Not going to lie. Mom life, very pregnant, very uncomfortable. If you watch my Instagram stories, I had my glucose test the other day and you have to go in fasting and they draw your blood work. And I did not pass my test. My numbers were a bit off. So now I have to go back and do a three-hour-long test. So hold a positive thought for me. I'm gonna be doing that tomorrow or bright and early, and they'll check my my blood every three hours. So, but the baby's cooking along, and he gave me a smile. It made my whole day. And I'm about two and a half months out, guys. So woohoo! But I've got sciatic pain. But enough about me. Uh, my kids are doing awesome. Joaquin started T-ball. I ordered his bunk beds. I'm so excited. Uh, We got to get him sleeping in his own bed. My son snores. He's got large tonsils and he's been sleeping in my bed. I'm going to try to get him sleeping in his big boy bed before the baby comes. It's just got to happen. So, you know, funny story, quick story. I called Living Spaces. I did all this research on the best bunk beds and I called Living Spaces. I had my card ready. I was ready to purchase and they're like, oh, it's out of stock. I'm like, okay, well, how about this one? How about the twin over twin? Boop, it's out of stock. So I ended up going with a different company and found something that was very similar. So I'll post about that once it comes in. And But Living Spaces, you shit the bed. I was trying to get you to take my money. Anywho, I hope the bunk beds work out. I think Paloma is going to eventually move in there with him once the baby starts sleeping in her old room. We're going to figure it out, but sleep is muy importante. Um, Oh, also I wanted to touch on the fact that I started Farmer Wants a Wife. Woo! Yeehaw! It is so good and can't wait for the new episode of Love is Blind. I have a former contestant teed up to come on. We're going to start dishing about that as well. so. So, how about that episode of Joya Grazia Days season in Jasper, Canada? I want to move to Jasper. Anybody else? It's never been on my radar, but man, it was beautiful. And we are down, it was the last group date, which I was relieved about. It's been like bachelor fatigue for me. I think it's because he started out with so many girls, but I was like, eh, finally, the last group date, uh, Daisy Kent. Now it's down to Daisy Kent, Maria, Kelsey A., and Rachel. But I have to touch on Daisy's date in the hot tub. I have been in that same hot tub in my overnights in Switzerland. That must be like a traveling hot tub. I want to find out. If there's a producer listening, can you let me know? Uh, I will say when I got in it in Switzerland, it was so hot. I think it's the sort of thing you come out looking like a lobster, But I was curious. I wonder how that affects her cochlear implant if she wants to go swimming, if she has to take it out or um, I'd just be be curious to learn more about that. But really great date. And then I really enjoyed Kelsey A's date. I have to say that I feel like she's like a bit like Lauren Leyendyke on her season, Ari season. Daisy Kent and Maria to me have been the standouts, but Kelsey A has just kind of, you know, just kind of been like flying under the radar Until I saw this date, Joey wears his heart on his face and he is just shooting hearts and stars out of his eyes. And to be honest with you, that was my kind of date. It's what you would do if you were a normal couple traveling and checking out a new city. They're trying on bucket hats and they go shoot some pool. She's like so excited to be shooting pool, having a beer, super down to earth. And then my type of girl, she's like polar plunge. Heck yeah. I love a good swim and that was a fun date to watch and you could tell it really bonded them so and then the night portion I really loved hearing more about her mom and her dad's relationship it teared me up a bit it reminded me a lot of my dad and losing my mom and you know she talked about how great her dad has been it reminded it reminded me of my dad who had to be Mr. Mom for so many years and hell still is But I can't wait to meet her family and everybody else's. It looks like Maria in the preview, her dad gives them the business. Gotta love it. Can't wait for that. But I just wanted to talk about Instagram games this season. So Daisy Kent has like 420,000 followers on Instagram. Maria's close, just 383. She's right behind. Kelsey A has 63K. And then I don't know where Rachel's at, but that's a lot. I mean, that's way more than these past seasons, and today's guest, we are going to dive into that and being there for the right reasons, et cetera. She was on Matt James's season of The Bachelor, and then she went down to Bachelor in Paradise and famously got in trouble for talking about Instagram followers with her partner that was down there, so we talk about that. She was in a two-year relationship with somebody from Paradise, so we're going to dive into that. And so much more, but before we get to our guest today, I want to play a quick clip for you guys. I listened to Armchair Expert with uh, was it Dax Shepard, and he had Bradley Cooper on, and who knew Bradley Cooper is a Bachelor fan, and this is a conversation, a quick clip of them talking about unconditional love and learning what that feels like through parenthood, and Bradley Cooper talks about. The Bachelor, I think you'll get a kick out of it. So stay tuned. Our guests will be up shortly, and I sure hope you enjoy.
1: ...and permanent. You can't take away the 11 years I've given to Lincoln. I can feel your love for me go away quite easily. That's right. It's like the first permanence. Also, how about looking in a woman's eyes and going, I love you forever, for real, and I'm never going anywhere, for real. No matter how you act, what you are, I had not had that sensation before them. Yeah, the word unconditional. <laughs> It actually means something. Yes. Yes. And I don't say that I don't love Kristen and won't be no, there no, for No, no, no. But it's, it's a like, totally Kristen could do enough stuff that I would be out. That's also a reality. There are conditions to my love and marriage. But tell me this even what you've already been through, and I'm just speaking hypothetically, you probably would have been out. The old guy. Sure. If you lined him up at the beginning, it's like, here's what's coming your way. Right. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, I'll keep shopping. No, there's a sense of ease. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like I'm a different person because it was always predicated on the behavior. That could be happening right now. Like I could be in and out. Let's see what you got. Yes. I'll be out in two seconds. In fact, you're always looking for it. Right. What a horrible place for the other person to oh, be in. I know. What a horrendous place. Mm. Again, to bring it back to the Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. And you can see people that are living that way. In fact, I was watching an episode last night, and I was <laughs> I, I was I was this. commenting on like I could see that that person. Is talking to the other person in a way of like, what are you going to do? Because I'm out in two seconds. Yeah. I'd like to be here, but yeah, I'm also but, so scared. But I'm not even showing you that I'm scared. I'm showing you that are you the person that are you're... you so, good
3: enough for me? Are you good
1: enough? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And no one's good enough for you because you're not good enough for you.
1: I mean, I would never be so bold to say what that person's feeling, but I related to it in the way that I have been, you know, without even knowing it. And But now I look back and think, what a horrible thing to put people through.
2: How about them apples? It was a great listen. Bradley Cooper's a fan of the show. Let's get him in the hot seat and dish all things Bachelor and Gigi Hadid and Tyler Cameron. Oh, I forgot to mention my son asked me to marry him the other day. Oh, my heart fell on the floor. The love you have for your kids is just bar none. All right, you guys, let's get to our guest. It's Piper James in the house. Today, we have a contestant that was on Bachelor Season 25 and Bachelor in Paradise Season 7. And it is Piper James all the way live from New York City. Hello. So
3: excited to be here.
2: Ah. Uh, Thank you so much. You She was so great and flexible with me. I was off on the time change. So um, I'm so excited to chat with you. I watched you on Matt's season and Paradise, and I just have so many questions. And I realized that you haven't done a lot of podcasts. Have you just kind of, you know, gone back to normal life and
3: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like I kind of saw doing, I mean, I actually posted on my story yesterday that I want to go back on reality TV, but I kind of saw that period of my life is like, you know, it was good. And I was, I'm so thankful for it, but like, I just also wanted to like get back into what I was doing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of, especially after paradise, I was like, I'm not really interested in like talking to anybody because I feel like there's like so much that was like shrouded in like contracts that I couldn't actually say. So I was like, why bother trying?
2: Oh Oh my gosh. It's such like, it's so hard to sidestep and, you know, have that fear, like you'll do an interview and then you're like, oh crap, did I say something? Am I going to get sued? (laughs) Yeah. And for everybody listening, you know, you were with Brendan for quite a long time, actually. Uh, You guys were really cute and Instagram together and you know, tell us a little bit about that. Are you? You guys are broken up, right? I. It looks like. Yeah, we're not. Good.
3: We're not together. Um. Okay. But yeah, I think that. I mean, obviously, that relationship was amazing, and we were together for two years. Wow. Um, two yeah, years. a long time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that kind of like after that relationship, I would post TikToks about like going on dates and whatever, but they were like so deeply unserious dates that I kind of after going on like a dating show and all of that, I was like, I kind of want my dating life to be like my own thing. And so I don't really like share about it publicly anymore unless it's like to talk about a really bad date just because I'm like, it's like something that's like for me. And like, I feel like I'm like almost taking back the control, if that makes sense, of my dating life. being I mean, like I can share what I want to share. So well, and I think that that helps one person,
2: I just had Olivia on, and she's single in the city. And I just like, I'm so jealous. I I love living vicariously through you. It looks like you're just living your best life. You're so gorgeous. I would love to see you back on reality TV. Is there any shows that stand out that you would love to do? Because I think you're made for TV.
3: Oh my God. Well, first of all, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, when I posted the story yesterday, I got a lot of responses from people being like, Love is blind. But then I was like talking to some of my friends and they were like, That show has like so many lawsuits and everything right now. Um, and I just don't think that I could do a- another dating show, at least right now. Like, I think I'm still a little traumatized from that.
2: Uh, sure. Um,
3: I don't know. I think like, Traders seems to be really popular right now.
2: Oh, um, I would love to go on Traders. Can we do it together? <laughs> oh my gosh
3: I'd be, I haven't seen it that's like that's the other like part of this is like I don't watch reality tv so I don't really know like the options that are out there but like traders has suggested to me the amazing race which I do love to travel so I guess that would make sense um but I think that like a show like summer house would be really cool because oh I kind of just God. want to do a show that's like living your life as a person and like I think that like living in New York, especially is so like when, before I moved here, it was like so aspirational and like, almost like felt like a secret. So I feel like a peek behind that curtain of like people in their twenties and thirties, like just living their life in New York would be so interesting.
2: Oh my gosh. Like I said, I, you know, I grew up in Arizona. I think you grew up in Oregon, right? Yes. Yeah. So it was always a goal of mine to live in, in New York city. I was just like, get me out of this desert, this frying pan. So, I know you have said you didn't watch Paradise. did you how did you let's go back to Matt James's season. Did you watch The Bachelor? How did you end up on
3: Matt James's season then? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, I did watch The Bachelor um every night with one of my like really good friends who I used to actually model with in Oregon. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, I I'm trying to remember because like I was like kind of a long time ago now, but yeah, one of the modeling agencies I think in Chicago had like sent out the um the application email, and then like keep in mind this is like 2020 peak COVID. I'm living at home with my parents, like just started grad school, so I was like, oh, haha, as a joke, like let me fill this out like as a joke. <laughs> um, and so I did that, and then got a call from a producer, and then I was like, you know, whatever. I didn't think that was going to go anywhere. And then I also got reached out through Instagram. And I think that they have like multiple different channels that they like find people through. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just kind of like the perfect storm of like those channels that I then, you know, went into the, the casting process and whatnot. But like at no point along the way was, I did, I think that I was going to be on his season, um, and I don't think that I would have done the show if it was any other Bachelor, just because I had watched like clips of it when I was in high school with one of my friends. And I was like, oh, I don't like I'm not a fan of this show. Like, I don't get it, whatever. Um, but then when they were like the first Black Bachelor, I was like, OK, yeah, like I could be down for this. And obviously the rest is history.
2: <laughs> and you lasted till about week seven. And it seems like you've made a lot of friends. Uh, are you, Is one of your roommates, was she on The Bachelor as well?
3: Yes, Serena. We used to live together um, when I lived like in Manhattan. I live in Brooklyn now, but she lives in Miami now, but we're still like great friends. She visited me a few weeks ago. um, And yeah, I would say like, A good handful of my friends in New York are from the show, and through people that I've met on the show, I've met made friends like through them. So yeah.
2: Oh, it's so that's like the best thing I think that comes out of the show. I know I I wrote a book that was like I didn't come here to make friends, which the title was like a total joke, and I think (laughs) some people took it like really seriously. But I'm like, it's like one of the most common sayings in any reality competition show, which. You know, I I I like to say it is a competition show. There's one guy, 25 girls. You're all kind of there and you're thrust into that. You're dating the same guy. Holy polygamy. Um, but what did <laughs> you what did you think of Matt when you met him? Did were you
3: attracted to him?
2: Is he kind of like, do you have a type?
3: Um, I always say that I don't think that I have a type. Um, but like obviously from like a physical attraction, like first seeing him out of the limo, I was like, oh, obviously this guy's hot. Like mm-hmm. Oh, they wouldn't have picked him to be the bachelor. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's also like so hard because it was like so many years ago that I I feel like my judgment is like kind of clouded from like, you know, after the show and, you know, time being passed or whatever. But it's just like, I mean, as you know, like it's so hard because you don't really get to like know that person that well. And like I had a one-on-one and everything, but like uh, now looking back on it and like having have dated since the show, I'm like, that's crazy. Like, I really did not love this man at all. <laughs> well, I just was talking
2: to someone about how short the actual dates are. And it really? reminded me, it took me back. And like, you don't really get to the date with them, right? And then you, it's kind of like they just do the shot. They get what they need. And it could be as short as like 20, 30 minutes um, mm-hmm. of a date. But what was your one-on-one date? What What date did you get? Was it an adventure? Was it um, a picnic? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I
3: absolutely hate picnics. So it was not a picnic.
2: <laughs> um, I love was, picnics. I'm like, yeah, don't make me go swim with sharks. OK, I just want a picnic and start wine and charcuterie.
3: I completely get that. I would also like the swimming with the sharks, though, but I'm also like a little like a little crazy like that. <laughs> but, I, you know, I want to do both except for I don't want to sit on the ground. Um <laughs> No, my one-on-one date was a carnival date and then obviously like the dinner or whatever after, and then like the, con- the, you know, the bachelor concert. um, And yeah, it was like, it was a really fun date, super cute, but I completely agree that it kind of just feels like you're doing all these things to like get the shot and it doesn't really actually feel like you're like on a real date.
2: Totally. And you were the COVID season, right? So did they have like a makeshift carnival
3: yeah. I mean, we were in this like gorgeous property in Pennsylvania that was just like sprawling. So oh, we, that's right. it, yeah, like it was just like randomly in the forest, this like amazing carnival, um, which like, it seemed completely like legitimate. Um, just the way that they were able to fit so many dates into that property was actually kind of crazy.
2: Oh man. So you didn't get to do a whole lot of travel. That's a, that's a bummer.
3: Yeah. I mean, and it's funny because like, I'm always like, oh, that would have been so fun. But then like hearing other people's experience with the travel is like, you mm. don't really get to see the cities that you're going to. So at all, you know, yeah, unless I, you're on a date, you know? Yeah. 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 So I'm like, oh, that would have been fun. But like, I'm also like, I really did enjoy our season. And I think I kind of liked not traveling because I was already so out of the <laughs> element with the filming aspect of things.
2: Yeah. How did you handle that? Because, you know, I've talked a lot about it in my book, just like I was tired. I felt like I was constant like you're not getting paid to be there. And I was getting constantly dragged into interviews. And it like for me, it was hard to like really open up. And you know, they always want to get you to cry on camera. <laughs> and then there's drama in the house. Were you able to kind of avoid the the drama in the house? I I, I watched your season, but again, it feels like it was so long ago.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I honestly feel like I think it was shocking for like a lot of girls on our season because it didn't really feel like that dramatic of an environment. Um, And, you know, a lot of us are still friends or like, you know, if we don't talk every day, like if I saw them, I would absolutely say hi and hang out with them. So it didn't really feel like it was as dramatic as it seemed. Playing back on TV, which is like kind of crazy. Um, I think that my biggest challenge was definitely like not ever sleeping. Like I love to sleep. I love to take a nap. So being sleep deprived for almost two months was like a little crazy to me.
2: Oh girl, that same here. And I would um, take naps. I'd be like, you guys, I wasn't sleeping well. Like I almost had like insomnia And Mm -hmm. just because of the environment. And I realized if I was like, I need to take a nap. It was like they would take my mic off. It was the only way I could really kind of recharge. But it's so limited.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like you kind of have to find your pockets. And I was having like the craziest dreams too, like. It was, yeah, it was just like, I think that I probably slept for a good like month after the show when I got back home because I was like, I am exhausted.
2: (laughs) I'm the same. I need like, I could sleep eight to 10 hours a night. I My husband, like he knows that about me when we had kids. I was like, I am a little bit worried about the sleep thing. So (laughs) he would do the night shift and then I would do the more early morning shift. But uh, how was it in paradise then for you? Because- I know you've talked about like, you didn't really want to go down. Obviously you had talked to Brendan beforehand and I, I felt for you when that all aired, uh, you know, I want to get to paradise because you're, I think two year relationship, that's a success <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that really is. And, you know, you kind of got crucified for like talking with the hot mic about the Instagram, joking about the Instagram followers First of all, I was in talks to do B- Bachelor in Paradise season one, and I was talking to all the guys that were going down there were DMing me. So this yeah. is a story as old as time. I had a guy fly out to meet me because I w- I was much like you. I was like, I would rather not go down there and date in real life. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know people are like offended when you say real life, but – it is like you can it, go it out in public. You can, you know, nobody knows about your relationship. So you can kind of fly under the radar. Um, but so, yeah, let, let's let's go there. I'm glad you had a great experience on on The Bachelor. And um, I wanted to ask you, oh, before I forget, did you ever see Rachel and Matt in New York? Because they're off in the city romping around.
0: Selling a little or a lot. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
4: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com.
2: Moonpig.com.
3: Brown? (laughs) I actually don't really see Rachel that much. I know that they're always traveling. um, So I like to follow vicariously through her travels because I feel like they're just always having so much fun wherever they are.
2: (laughs) I know. They're really cute. I hope they get married. I'm like, I loved, are you watching this season, Joey season?
3: I'm not.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, I don't blame you. It's a, (laughs) it's a big time suck. So, so you go down to paradise and I would just be curious. I've always, I'm curious to ask about the living conditions there. I've heard it's hot and you, you need your beauty rest, but <laughs> you go down. There was this like, Brendan was there before you. He was just a little quick backstory. He was kind of dating Natasha, but he didn't really seem that into it. It almost felt like as a viewer watching, like he was waiting for somebody else to get there. So then you come down and you knew what you wanted. Like clearly you asked him on the date. He He goes. And so kind of walk us through that because you had talked about how you had been on some actual dates with him before going down to paradise
3: yeah yeah I think it's so interesting because like I mean sure maybe we could have like done a better job of like not being in public together but like it's like a tale as old as time like most people that are in, uh, in paradise have like talked to some of the other guys and girls that are at paradise beforehand and absolutely like, <laughs> and like I think that people just like I mean, obviously no one really talks about it, but that's just like, that's what it is. That's the truth of the matter. And it's smart. Um, it's smart to do that. Yeah. Like, you know, then you kind of know if you're interested in them beforehand. Like, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a couple that's still together today from paradise that didn't talk beforehand.
2: Um, I 100% agree. And it's nice because you can speak freely with them. you know? Yeah, exactly. You're
3: not in front of a camera and you don't have
2: producers kind of orchestrating things. So it's it's smart. I think everybody should.
3: Yeah. And I, so I didn't want to go to paradise. I was like not anywhere on my bingo card for that year. I was not trying (laughs) to go. Um, but it was like, and I was only there for like, obviously such a short amount of time, but I knew that I wanted to be with Brendan. And I was like, look, if he comes back from paradise and has a girlfriend, I'll be devastated. But like, that's what it'll be. If I go to paradise and he's like with somebody, that's what it'll be. Um, but then obviously I ended up going and, you know, he was with Natasha and I had met Natasha in person a few times. We'd hung out in like groups, whatever. Um, but I obviously had no idea that they were dating. I didn't know the extent of their relationship. I didn't even know how long they had actually been filming. So I didn't know like how far into paradise, like I was actually going into it. Um, but yeah, so it kind of played out as it did. I didn't really realize, like also... This is probably my own mistake, but I not ever seeing paradise, didn't realize that that was like something to be crucified for, like going in with the intention of seeing one person. Um, But obviously in my mind too, I'm like, isn't paradise about exploring your options with multiple people and then picking the person that you feel like you're most compatible with? So like, that was kind of my mindset going into it. Like if he was with somebody else, like then he had explored his options and decided if he wanted to be with me, then that's what it would be. Um, so yeah, there's like a lot of things that happened that like didn't air. So like, obviously I can't talk about it, but like, mm-hmm. of course, it, yeah. it's like, I just really feel like it wasn't as, I didn't think it was as dramatic as it played out to be when it actually aired. Um, but also at the same time, like, I don't think that he needed to be like mean to Natasha in any way. I don't think he need to say anything mean about her. Um, I think that she's like a great, lovely person. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of like, it was a crazy experience being there also as somebody who didn't really have any intention of going there in the first place. And then watching it play back, I was like, why did I, why did I do that in the first place? But it is what it is. (laughs)
2: Love makes you do crazy things. the heart wants what the heart wants. And look, you had a two year relationship. You guys were a success story. So, you know, and I think, I believe it was Joe who was like, kind of like, like rah 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 like you're not here for the right reasons right and he was kind of like you guys need to go
3: yeah which is kind of funny to me because I'm like what are the right like the right reasons are to find love to find somebody that you want to be with and And date
2: multiple people
3: yeah exactly and like I'm so happy that him and Serena found each other and that they like found that love and like Brendan and I found that love in a different way like I don't like the right reasons is to find love and that's exactly what we were there for so you know anybody's else's like opinion on the matter I'm like yeah but you don't actually know like you don't actually know how it actually played out on the beach
2: well exactly and I just was like oh my gosh like and of course every I mean Joe for example he's like selling his sauce he was a night one guy I, I like Joe but like hello you're also going on to promote your, your what you're doing and not saying that that's what you guys are doing but that's what the show has become I mean oh, yeah. I mean that's like, of course, like I was going to do the first I was like, hey, if I find love, that's a bonus. Like I'm meeting guys like eligible bachelors that seemingly, you know, have been through the the same experience as me, which I think is really cool because they they kind of get it. It's kind of unspoken. Um, mm-hmm. you've, they've been through the same thing. So you like you're less than like one percent of the population that has gone through the same process. So I think there is a common connection, right? it it makes for great tv like we love to watch our favorites like find each other whether or not you talk beforehand i just don't think i just think it's unrealistic to it sucks for you i noticed you have like sixty four thousand followers and like he has like 182 Mm -hmm. but why not get the followers everybody's there hoping to get the followers that's just the world we live in now
3: yeah and i think i was like so shocked like the reason I think I even ever like mentioned followers on the beach is because I was like, just shocked that people cared. Like, yeah. obviously, like people going on the show were like regular people who are just like, then are on reality TV. And like, you know, I'm sure there's a personality type and I'm sure there's tons of studies about that, but like yeah. for all intents and purposes before the show, you are like a normal person that nobody, but your friend group cares about your dating life. And then the fact that you're like dating somebody and then like, millions of people care like that's that's crazy they're invested Um, yeah and so like mentioning it is only to mention the fact that like oh my god that's crazy that this people this many people care and want to follow along um but yeah I completely agree with your point that like it's like we can pretend like the right reasons are to find love and that's obviously like a good reason to go on the show but like if we're talking about a bachelor season our season had 36 women like one woman is gonna win so like the 35 other women like why, why shouldn't they be able to like start their businesses and sell their brands and promote things on Instagram if that's like their consolation prize for going on a show that they're not getting paid for like that's just like I think it's unfair for people to say like how dare you capitalize on an opportunity that you were given out of like millions of people that applied? that's crazy like Would it be crazy not to? Come on.
2: I completely agree. And I was starting to say when I went down, I was like, I'm going to promote my book. Like I knew I have this book coming out. Like (laughs) it wouldn't hurt to. And then they were like, ooh, we realize this is a conflict of interest. We don't want people to like not feel like they can be themselves around you because they might be afraid that you're going to write another book, which hell, I probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I just was like, wow, why are they crucifying? And and now, I mean, you see it more and more. So, and I, I have to say that that must've been hard for you guys to kind of overcome, but you really seem to bounce back pretty quickly, um, to your relationship, but did that kind of make it harder for you guys to kind of get your relationship off the
3: ground coming back from filming? No, I honestly think it made our relationship stronger because we were able to, like, like you said, like such a small percentage of the population knows what it's like to be on that show. And such a smaller percent of the population knows what it's like to be crucified over a silly reality TV show. So like having that, like call it a trauma bond, follow it what you will, but having that bond and like this early stages of a relationship and like having each other to lean on, I think was like really healthy and good for our relationship because we were able to support each other so early on in such like a, a, at the time, serious way um, that I think it just like made us closer together.
2: Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. And I totally can relate to trauma bonding because obviously I was the villain of my season and he picked me, which is really rare and we kind of broke up, then got back together. (laughs) And I always say that like we had a trauma bond and I always would tell them like, Hey, if we can get through this and this public scrutiny, we can get through anything. And I think then what happens is like people start to see like, wow, they really are cute together. And that you start to share, you can share what you want. And then people, when you break up, it's the craziest thing. Like the haters in the beginning, then love you guys together then you yeah. break up and they're invested, right? Did you have that when when you guys kind of ended? Did you get a lot of like, oh, like we loved you together?
3: Um yeah, I I definitely got that. Um I think because we didn't like break up in like a public way.
2: Yeah, it I'm was kind of like you just kind of like he still has all the pictures up of you. That's why I was like maybe there's still hope here.
3: Yeah, and I don't think that like all hope is lost. Definitely not, but I think that like as far as like a public relationship, like everybody knowing intimate details about our relationship, I think that that part of things is over. But I will say that I'm so thankful for like call them fans, followers, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for like the people that are in my DMs and in my comment section anytime I post that like, just genuinely like want to talk about Brendan. They want to talk about my life. They're like always keeping up because I think that that like, call it a parasocial relationship or whatever, but I am honestly so grateful for those people that can see past the like, excuse my language, but bullshit of reality TV and be like, yeah. oh my gosh, look at these like real people, like I just want to follow along because I'm interested in in them. And like, I think that those people are like so sweet and those are the ones that I'm like thankful for because obviously the followers come and go, like after people lose interest or there's a new season, you know, you'll lose followers and that's just kind of the nature of reality TV. But um I, the people that stick around and are like genuinely interested in my life and like reply to my stories and like all, I'll reply to basically anybody's DMs as long as they're not creepy. Um, And I just, I just like to have those, those connections and those relationships with those people, because I think it's like, that's such a beautiful thing that I think that this brought me is like that sense of community beyond the people that I see day to day. Um, And I think that's a, a cool thing.
2: It is. And it's nice. I I always say like my followers are my people, like my day ones. you know, (laughs) that did did see through the bullshit. And if, you know, I'm not for everybody, but the people that like I connect with, it's nice to have a sense of community and a support system. And hell, if you go on another show, those people are going to be in your corner. And so, well, like I said, so you're maybe not all hope is lost. I thought you guys were totally cute. Did he move to Los Angeles? It looks like he's kind of off like traveling
3: yeah he lives in LA and obviously I live in New York um but like I think it's funny because a lot of people are like oh it's the distance that like broke you guys up the people that like more so on TikTok um but I'm like no like I don't I think people fail to realize that we spent basically the first year of our relationship in a long distance relationship like he lived in Massachusetts I lived in New York um obviously a little bit of a shorter distance but We've always been in a long distance relationship even before we we split. He was living in L.A. and I was living in New York, and I think that worked for us. Like we found, we found some like, we found a way to make that work. I honestly I like it because like we can still be independent people, um, and I think that that's like really good for for couples that are like building you know building their careers. You know, we're not like I'm not like I don't need him for everything, but then it also like prolongs the honeymoon period because it's so exciting to see each other so yeah that
2: is so true everyone's like oh long distance is so tough I did it for a long time it's exciting like you Mm -hmm. get a new outfit you get you had like something to look forward to like oh I'm gonna get to see them next week and then the the communication is like a little bit flirtier whereas Mm -hmm. if you just live in the same city it's easy to kind of fall into like a Netflix and chill and you know, it's like, let's go to this restaurant. And you were probably having so much fun showing him around and, oh, Piper. So what would you say was the, was there anything salacious? Was it, did you just kind of grow out of each other? Um, Because you haven't really talked about it, whatever you're comfortable sharing. Obviously, it sounds like you have a lot of respect for him. I'm not trying to get you to shit talk.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, there, I mean, there's, yeah, there's really no shit to talk. Like, I think Brendan is like an amazing person. And I think it was just mm-hmm. like, we found our differences were in some instances stronger than our, our similarities. And that's kind of what ultimately led to us breaking up. But yeah, it's not, it's not like a juicy story. There's no like scandal there, which I'm sure is what people want there to be, but it's just like, yeah, that's no
2: cheating keep, or anything. No, like che- that.
3: Yeah. Nothing like that um he's just like he is just like honestly such a such a good guy and um you know maybe it's not completely dead maybe not all hope is lost but I think that like we definitely if anything was to happen again we need to work through those those differences that are just like normal relationship things
2: which is kind of nice so you take a step back and you know hindsight's twenty twenty. And you grow and you guys are still pretty young. You know, you can grow back into each other if it be. Oh, good. I love to leave the door cracked open. for. <laughs> <laughs> but how about the DMs? Are, have there been other Bachelor people sliding in? I know you. it sounds like you reply to a lot of people, but I mean, you're a babe and a half. You're romping around New York <laughs> City. Tell me about the the DMs, other Bachelor Nation people. Are you just more like, let's date, um, you know, a normal just guy in the city? That's so funny.
3: Um, the DMs are dry as hell. <laughs> like that's shocking I know. Uh, to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe I give off a don't talk to me vibe, but the DMs are <laughs> the occasional creepy guy from who knows where or some fake account DMing me. <laughs> but other than that, it's just the girls in the DMs. Um yeah, no, I think that like for me, I kind of told myself I didn't because I don't want to really have another public relationship. I don't know if I would date a, another bachelor person. I think for me right now, like having a strong, solid career is really important, both for myself and for my partner. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that people from Bachelor Nation don't have that, but like, I don't want it to have to also be something that's like thrust into the limelight. I kind of want to have it for, be like my, my thing. So I don't know. I have a, like a long list of things that I'm looking for or that I need, but I don't know. I don't know what that person person looks like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you do the dating apps at all?
3: Oh, hell no. Absolutely. Oh, not.
2: <laughs> really? No, you're not. Okay. Have you ever done them? I mean, it's kind of embarrassing. I did them when I was single and like people would screen grab me and I always was like embarrassed by that.
3: Yeah, no, I did them for, I would say like a month. I did hinge and in like another one called the league. Um, And like, there's nothing wrong with the dating apps. Like my sisters use them and they've met like amazing guys on, on dating apps, not to out their relationships. Um, But it's just, I really do prefer to meet somebody in person. And I honestly think that I'm like a little bit more palatable in person. I think on dating apps, I can be like really dry just because I don't really care to respond or like, I just think that I'm like more interesting. I think the guys are more interesting in person. Plus I think that I would give a guy that like on an app for all intents and purposes, I'd be like, Oh no, he's like not cute. Not my type, whatever. But in person, if he had like a good personality and we had great banter, I would absolutely go on a date with that guy. Um, But you don't necessarily see that on the app. So I decided that's for me.
2: I agree. It's overwhelming. I would go on, go off. And it's like so much work. It's like, gosh. And you have multiple conversations going at once. And it's kind of on the girl. A hinge was nice because the guys could write first. Bumble, the girls have to, to, to write first. So I'd match with somebody. I'd have all these matches and then never write them. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So it's like overwhelming. Well, gosh, Piper, it's been so fun to catch up with you. And I would love to see you on another show. You know, I I know you said no more dating shows, but there's that F boy or F girl island that Katie Thurston did. Alon Gale. I don't know if I don't think he worked on your season when I think he was already gone, but he does a bunch of shows. He does The Goat. I think Joe went on it. I don't know if it's aired yet, but there's – the the world's your oyster, and I, I, I'll I be in your corner no matter what.
3: <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that.
2: Where can people find you and follow along because you your Instagram is popping. I can't believe your DMs aren't. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, my Instagram is Piper, P-I-E-P-R underscore James, and then TikTok is the same, but it's a dash instead of an underscore.
2: Oh, I don't do a lot of TikTok. I'm going to run over and follow you right now. Well, good stuff, Piper. Well, we'll circle back with you another time, but thank you so much for sharing your story with us.
3: Thank you. It's been so fun.
2: All right, girl. Have a great day.
3: Talk to you later. Bye.
2: Bye. All right. That's our show. Thanks for stopping by and a huge thanks to Piper James. She's lovely and I hope to see her back on the, the screen soon or who knows maybe there's a second chance for romance but I'm going to follow along and I'm mad at myself. I wanted to ask her about her solidarity post but we'll get her back especially if she goes on another show. We're going to get all of the tea and stay tuned. I'm on Reality Steve's podcast uh, tomorrow, And we're going to be talking about happy couples and he's had a lot going on this week. So show my friend some grace. I am hoping to make it to his fan appreciation party in Vegas. It was a blast last year. It just depends on timing with our baby boy showing up. And also, I did Us Weekly's podcast with Sarah Heron, uh, Here for the Right Reasons, and we covered this week's episode as well. So I hope you enjoy. Until next time, I'm your host, Courtney Robertson, and this has been After Reality.
0: Selling a little or a lot? Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
4: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com
3: This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all.